This is Read Through the New Testament, and today is September 8th, <laughs> no, 2023. It's, it's September 9th. Oh, oops. You got the same disease I have. Okay, today's <laughs> September 9th. I'm, I'm on 8 because it's Matthew 8, Acts 8, but I guess it's September 9th. Yep, okay. yep. we're reading the 8s on the 9th. Yes. All right, so we're going to start off with Jesus doing a bunch of miracles in Matthew 8. And on your summaries, you're not going to be able to have all these miracles. Right. Uh, maybe just the biggest one or miracles. Um, it's it's just going to be hard because there's so many things you can't record everything Jesus did. Right. So try your best to summarize it. We'll talk about it in class. Yep. How about we go? Okay. Chapter 8 of Matthew. When he came down from the mountain, that's after the Sermon on the Mount, great crowds followed him. And behold, a leper came to him and knelt before him saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. And Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I will be clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said to him, see that you say nothing to anyone, but go show yourself to the priest and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a proof to them. When he entered Capernaum, a centurion came forward to him, appealing to him, Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home, suffering terribly. And he said to him, I will come and heal him. But the centurion replied, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof, but only say the word and my servant will be healed. For I too am a man under authority with soldiers under me. And I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he marveled and said to those who followed him, Truly I say to you, with no one in Israel have I found such faith. I tell you, many will come from east and west and recline at table with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven, while the sons of the kingdom will be thrown into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And the centurion, and to the centurion Jesus said, Go, let it be done for you as you have believed. And the servant was healed at that very moment. This must have been shocking. A Gentile yeah, right. was asking. He had faith, and Jesus basically said, this is condemnation, beginning condemnation to unbelieving Israel. Yeah, and the servant of a Gentile at that. Yeah. So now a servant has been healed, and a leper was healed. Okay, now we're moving on, and Jesus is going to heal more. Verse, 15, for, verse 14, um, And when Jesus entered Peter's house, he saw his mother-in-law lying sick with a fever. He touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she rose and began to serve him. That evening they brought to him many who were oppressed by demons, and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. This was to fulfill there we see the word again. Ding, 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 ding. what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. He took our illnesses and bore our diseases. Now when Jesus saw a crowd around him, he gave orders to come over to the other side. And a scribe came up and said to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Another of the disciples said to him, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, follow me and leave the dead to bury their own dead. Okay, now a different kind of miracle, not a healing. Yep. Okay, Power so. over nature and demons, we're going to see next. Okay, verse 23. And when he, Jesus, got into the boat, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great storm on the sea, so that the boat was being swamped by the waves. But he was asleep. And they went and woke him, saying, Save us, Lord, we are perishing. And he said to them, Why are you afraid, O you of little faith? Then he rose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. And the men marveled, saying, 
What sort of man is this that even the winds and sea obey him? And when they came to the other side, to the country of the Gadarenes, two demon-possessed men met him coming out of the tombs, so fierce that no one could pass that way. And behold, they cried out, What have you to do with us, O Son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? Now a herd of many pigs was feeding at some distance from them, and the demons begged them, saying, If you cast us out, send us away into the herd of pigs. And he said to them, Go. And they came out and went into the pigs, and behold, the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea and drowned in the waters. The herdsmen fled, and going into the city, they told everything, especially what had happened to the demon-possessed men. And behold, all the city came out to meet Jesus, and when they saw him, they begged him to leave their region. Okay, so lots of healings, and then Jesus calms a storm, and he, he casts demons out of a man. Yep. Okay. And we're going to see that lots, lots of miracles of Jesus demonstrating who he is. All right, we're going to transition to Acts chapter 8. We've read Matthew 8, and now it's Acts chapter 8. And uh, here we're going to see, it's interesting, right? Because of the stoning of Stephen, a persecution arises, and that really spreads the church, spreads the gospel. Yeah, because people had to leave. They had to get out of Jerusalem because they knew that they might get killed. Yep, yep. Um, What's also interesting (laughs) is um, Acts chapter 1, verse 8. You'll be my witnesses. In Jerusalem, they're kind of done with Jerusalem now, Acts chapter 1 through 7. And now they're going to go to Samaria first and then Judea, exactly what Acts chapter 1 verse 8 chose. Which was what Jesus told them to do. Yep, which is what we saw in class. Um, And we will repeat again next class period and probably the one after that and the one after that because we'll be in Acts for a while. Right. Just Acts chapter 1 verse 8. And even though this persecution seemed like a bad thing, and it was... It also was, God used it for good to cause the, the witnesses to spread out. Yeah. So. How like many things of our lives. Right. The things that come that we think are terrible actually are good because they refine us, change us, transform us, use for God's glory. Yep. It's your turn. Okay. Yep. Go Acts ahead. chapter 8, verse 1. And Saul approved of his execution of Stephen's. And there arose on that day a great persecution against the church in Jerusalem. And they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. Devout men buried Stephen and made great lamentation over him. That means they cried a lot. But Saul was ravaging the church, and entering house after house, he dragged off men and women and committed them to prison. Now those who were scattered went about preaching the word. Philip went down to the city of Samaria, there it is, and proclaimed to them the Christ. And the crowds, with one accord, paid attention to what was being said by Philip when they heard him and saw the signs that he did. For unclean spirits, crying out with a loud voice, came out of many who had them, and many who who were paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was much joy in that city. Verse 9. But there was a man named Simon who had previously practiced magic in the city and amazed the people of Samaria, saying that he himself was somebody great. So Samaria, this is where Philip had gone. Um, And so this, verse 10, they all paid attention to him, the magician, from the least to the greatest, saying, this man is the power of God that is called great. And they paid attention to him because for a long time he had amazed them with his magic. But when they believed Philip, as he preached the good news about the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, 
they were baptized, both men and women. Even Simon himself believed. And after being baptized, he continued with Philip. And seeing signs and great miracles performed, he was amazed. Now when the apostles at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent to them Peter and John, who came down and prayed for them, that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For he had not yet fallen on any of them, but they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. Now when Simon saw that the Spirit was given through the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money, saying, Give me this power also, so that anyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter said to him, May your silver perish with you, because you thought you could obtain the gift of God with money. You have neither part nor lot in this matter, for your heart is not right before God. Repent, therefore, of this wickedness of yours, and pray to the Lord that, if possible, the intent of your heart may be forgiven you. For I see that you are in the gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity. And Simon answered, Pray for me to the Lord that nothing of what you have said may come upon me. Which, by the way, here we see the role of the Spirit. Like we talked mm, in class yeah. about how it's called the Acts of the Apostles. And some have said, really, it's the Acts of the Holy Spirit. Because it's the Holy Spirit that could really empower the people. Uh, verse 25, Now when they had testified and spoken the word of the Lord, they returned to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel to many villages of the Samaritans. Verse 26, Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Rise and go toward the south, to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a desert place. And we've been there, and yeah, it is a desert place. very desert. Very dry. Yep. And he rose and went. And there was an Ethiopian a eunuch, a court official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of all her treasure. He had come to Jerusalem to worship and was returning, seated in his chariot, and he was reading the prophet Isaiah. And the spirit said to Philip, Go over and join this chariot. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading Isaiah the prophet and asked, Do you understand what you are reading? And he said, How can I unless someone guides me? And he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. Now the passage of scripture that he was reading was this. Like a sheep he was led to slaughter, and like a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he opens not his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who can describe his generation? For his life is taken away from the earth. And the eunuch said to Philip, About whom, I ask you, does the prophet say this? About himself or about someone else? Then Philip opened his mouth, and beginning with the scripture, he told him the good news about Jesus. And as they were going along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What prevents me from being baptized? And he commanded the chariot to stop, and they both went down into the water, Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And when they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord carried Philip away, and the eunuch saw him no more, and went on his way rejoicing. But Philip found himself at Azotus, and as he passed through, he preached the gospel to all the towns until he came to Caesarea. <laughs> An amazing thing, right? Just yeah, poof, Philip gone. just moved from one place to another. <laughs> yeah, one of the strange stories. Miraculously. In the Bible. But here's baptism, right? He sees and believes in Jesus, and what prevents me from being baptized? A response mm -hmm. to faith. Mm -hmm. And uh, I saw a lot of water there. Strange that there'd be water in the desert, but somehow there was some sort of pool or spring that was there. So he was baptized. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that's Acts chapter 1 8. Uh, you'll be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and even to the ends of the earth. So here we see Judea and Samaria. Yeah. 
All right. We'll see you in class on Tuesday. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.